Hey guys, so for my next episode, I'm going to be talking about five things that you probably didn't know about traveling. Um, so these are from my kind of my own experiences basically with traveling. Um, there are some things that you probably know already and some things you probably don't know. So I'm going to go over all of them anyway. Um, some of them can be a bit obvious and some of them not so much. So um, I'll give a bit of information about like my own experiences and stuff like that as well. Because obviously this all stems from my experiences traveling and um, learning along the way. So the first thing I'm going to talk about is um, how traveling can be done for free. So there's lots of different ways that you can travel for free. Um, And I mean like zero money. Like there's so many people I've met on the road who've traveled um, and they haven't spent anything. And I've been like overwhelmed by the amount of people I've met doing that. So... I mean, there's lots of different ways that you can do it. I've met people who've um, been busking and then they would just live off kind of what they make that day. Um, I've met people, you know, who've made different crafts or did paintings or things like that on the street. Um, And the same thing again, they've lived off what they made um, on the street that day. They were able to like buy their food for that day. So there's lots of different things. Like if you have skills, you can do things like that um, easily. If you're a musician, yeah, you can easily travel the world for free. So um, that's one way of doing it. Um, if you do something like work away, which is like a work exchange, you can definitely um, travel for free because you can travel somewhere and you'll get free accommodation and free food. And you'll be able to kind of do that every single place you go. So generally, if you do a work away, it depends, you know, some places could have you for a week two weeks one week um to like one year for like some places you could stay as long as you want so it depends on what you're looking for and what they're looking for but you could definitely do like a few weeks somewhere move on to somewhere else and do a few weeks somewhere else and continue on that way um so that's a good way of doing um like a work exchange like learning a new skill but also getting to travel for free Um, If you don't want to work at all, like, there's definitely ways to do that as well. So, I mean, if you're thinking of accommodation, you can travel with a tent. You can definitely pitch a tent somewhere and camp, which is free. Um, Dumpster diving as well is another way to get food for free. So that's um, when you go to the big bins outside the supermarkets and you're able to get all the food that they throw away that day which is most of the time like packaged and in perfect condition it's just that they get fresh food in the next day and they have to get rid of all of that so like it's really bad for the environment it's such a waste of food as well so it's a great way of recycling and it's a great way of getting all this food and um like saving loads of money as well so you've got your accommodation sorted you've got your travel as well um, or your travels are I didn't mention actually yeah traveling hitchhiking that's the best way I mean some people feel a bit funny about hitchhiking because um, you know a lot of people say it can be dangerous and they've had bad experiences but for all the bad experiences you hear about there's a million good experiences that you don't hear about or you know you hear some of them but you don't hear all of them so we always concentrate on the bad things and like not so much on the good things but hitchhiking is a great way of exploring it's a great way of traveling for free um, and I've met loads of people who've done this I personally haven't done a lot of hitchhiking and um, I've done a lot of um, car share where like I've met people online who've been driving somewhere and I've paid to, to kind of share a ride with them but I haven't actually hitchhiked I remember once we tried to hitchhike in Norway and nobody stopped so yeah it didn't work um, 
but yeah so you've got lots of different options to travel for free now one of the things that <laughs> a lot of people say to me is oh I really wish I could do what you do you know you must have so much money and oh I wish I had enough money to do this as well and all this kind of stuff to do with money all the time and it's like people don't realize how cheap it is to travel like it's not the same as living at home paying rent um paying for all these different things like you can live on a budget and you can live for free if you want to like if you really want to you can and there's definitely ways to do it so I mean grab a guitar go around the world busking and do all these things that I've mentioned and you won't spend a penny and if you do you'll spend hardly anything anyways and so that's definitely a great way of traveling for free Okay, so the second thing then would be the fact that traveling can be really stressful. Um, We always see really glamorous things on social media, uh, but we don't see the bad things all the time. Uh, When I post on social media, I always put both because I just want people to know that it's not all, you know, fun and games. It's not all um, paradise and cocktails and sitting on the beach. It's, It's stressful. Um, there's lots of different things that can be stressful. For instance, I mean, missing flights is one thing. Um, definitely when, you, when you've missed a flight and you've got no luggage. For instance, I was four days in Miami with no luggage and I was about to start a new job. So I was starting work on the cruise ship and it was horrible because I didn't even have a toothbrush. I had nothing. So that wasn't very fun. Um, every single day it was just spent going back and forth to the airport (laughs) trying to see if our luggage was there Um, another time then I was in Germany and I missed a flight to go to the Middle East to start a job so that's also quite stressful um, because obviously I had to phone my new employers and tell them that I had missed the flight and I was stranded in Germany for two days I think um, at that point so yeah definitely missing flights is awful I missed another flight when I was I was in Shanghai um, just connecting but apparently my flight didn't exist like I hadn't booked my flight I didn't pay for my flight although I did uh, some there was some miscommunication with the online server that I went through and um, yeah so obviously they didn't know I was on the flight and I was stuck in Shanghai um, no Chinese visa or anything so I really couldn't go anywhere or do anything so that was really stressful um, Yeah, another thing would be um, definitely when you're in a foreign country and the ATM doesn't work and you have no money. Um, Yeah, so that's happened to me in Peru and it was very stressful because I was traveling on my own and I didn't have any money to pay for my Machu Picchu trek. I didn't have any money for anything really because none of the ATMs would work. Um, Luckily, I had a really kind friend who I'd met at the hostel um, who wanted to do the trek as well and you know offered to lend me some money and I would give it back to him at the end I was incredibly grateful because it was like a once in a lifetime opportunity that I probably wouldn't have got to do for years after that so I was just really happy that I could do it and um, luckily the very last day of the trek the very last ATM I went to worked and it was like the highlight of my whole trip like not even seeing Machu Picchu but actually just the ATM working it was like the best like that noise of the money coming out was like the best feeling ever it was like so cool um <laughs> then a couple of other things would be robberies i mean not a lot of people put stuff on 
Instagram or Facebook or any of those um, social media sites about robberies. I mean, they do happen. Um, they haven't, well, they happened to me once in Southeast Asia. Um, it happened to a friend of mine in South America. So you need to be really, really careful. I've learned over the years that you, you can trust people, but you need to be on your guard all the time, especially when it comes to your luggage. Just always have your luggage close to you. Don't leave anything down and um, stuff like that. I've definitely learned because people can be really nice, but then in the background, someone can be running off with your bag and your passport could be in there which is what happened to my friend um, and then it happened to me in um, Cambodia my bag was taken and my passport was in it um, and that's another story it's one of my craziest travel stories because I actually um, I got it back and it turned out to be the Cambodian mafia who had taken it so that is just that's for a whole other podcast we'll do that another time and um, so definitely yeah robberies and things like that it's it's very stressful especially if you don't have an embassy in the country and you've got no help um, and you've got no money and things like that then it is super stressful another thing would be if you are ill i was quite ill traveling on an overnight train in india um, the people I was traveling with thought I had dengue fever because I had all the symptoms. I'd never even heard of it because I had only been to India for the first time and hadn't really done my research. So I had all these symptoms of aches and pains, like flu-like symptoms, but like really hardcore. And they lasted for hours and hours and hours. Nobody wanted to sit beside me, so I had to pull the bed down um, and just sleep for the whole time. And luckily, the morning after, I was I was so much better, but I really thought I was going to have to go to hospital. So it's not nice when you're, you know, due to travel or something. Like, you've, you've got people to travel with as well who are relying on you, and you're not feeling your best. Um, and that definitely happens in, you know, Asia and India because a lot of people do get sick from the water and the food in those countries. So, um, yeah, that's definitely very stressful. Okay, so number three would be your luggage. So one of the things is that traveling can be done with the most minimal luggage possible, like really, really, basically nothing. Um, now, this is personal preference. I mean, a lot of people like to travel with you know big suitcases and they like to take everything just in case you know that's you know oh what if I you know do this I need to have this to wear what if you know this occasion happens you know you can't always live like that because most of the time those what ifs don't happen and you end up with a big bag of stuff that you're never going to wear and that's happened to me uh it actually makes me laugh because in 2007 my very first trip I bought a 30 kilo um, hold all bag because that was uh, the allowance for Etihad at the time and still is um, for Australia so I thought oh yeah I'm going to Australia for a year I'll bring 30 kilos I was the only person over there with a 30 kilo over, uh, like hold all bag because everybody had backpacks I was like what's a backpack so yeah I mean I've definitely learned over the years I've been in some ridiculous situations where I've arrived on beaches uh, with big suitcases and the only way to get to the room was through the sand and I've had to try and lift the suitcase or roll the suitcase through the sand while everyone just stares because I'm obviously not prepared so yeah over the years I've definitely evolved with my luggage I've definitely gone from 30 kilos to hardly anything now I can go away for a weekend or even a week with just like a tiny little bag everyone knows when you travel with Ryanair 
you can only bring like a really tiny bag um, not even like a cabin sized bag anymore for free so I stuff everything in there and I'm good to go so yeah um, I've done let me see did the whole Camino so 900 kilometers and I only had a small little backpack a um, couple of pairs of clothes so that was very minimal I traveled around Europe with the same backpack actually it was about two months and I only had a couple of pairs of clothes as well um, and then probably the best I've ever done was three weeks in the Himalayas I was traveling um, through the Annapurna circuit where I only had two pairs of clothes one was my dirty sweaty hiking clothes for during the day and the other one was my less dirty less sweaty uh, evening clothes for when I what, what, when I got to shower which was only twice during the trip showers don't exist in the Himalayas um, so yeah that was probably the, the most minimal but also yeah we were really stinky and I wouldn't recommend it but it can be done um, <laughs> so yeah you can definitely travel with like, hardly anything and it will save you money as well I mean you won't have to pay extra for luggage on flights um, you'll learn how to pack more efficiently as well because you can roll up things and um, you can fit way more in your bag so a, a good technique I learned over the years was rolling and stuffing so you can like roll your clothes and you can even stuff your clothes into shoes you can roll them all together so that you've got everything kind of in one some people just fold all their clothes and it takes up loads of space but definitely roll your clothes um, and you'll be surprised how much you can fit so yeah epic so the fourth thing is um, accommodation it's really really easy to come by um, whether it's cheap whether it's free whatever it's definitely an easy thing to find you can pay like loads obviously to stay in a really nice hotel if you want to and I've met people who you know they travel that way and that's what they like so they like to stay in you know four or five star hotels and they have the budget for it which is completely fine um but it's you know not easy for everybody to to do that sort of thing so if you're trying to travel on a budget um accommodation is obviously one of the main things you're going to need so you need to allow for that so one of the main things will be couch surfing I wouldn't recommend to just do that purely just to stay on someone's couch or in their spare room for free the whole point of couch surfing is to have the experience so generally it's to meet people who also like to travel and um, it's a community so you know if you host somebody when they're visiting your country then you've got a place to stay when you visit their country so it's an exchange and um, there's no charge or anything when it comes to couch surfing um, and it's amazing they have like a hangout section as well so you can find people to hang out with around the world who want to explore maybe somebody who wants to go to a museum or somebody who wants to um go to the beach or whatever it may be so there's lots of different ways that you can involve couch surfing in your in your travels and um, again work away which I mentioned earlier um, is really good for free accommodation um, you'll never have to pay for accommodation with work away because it is a work exchange it's the same as woofing so it's similar like I mean woofing would be more to do with like organic farming and that sort of thing um, work away can be anything so it could be you know you're looking after somebody's kids in exchange for food and accommodation you're teaching yoga for food and accommodation you're um helping to like renovate a house or something like that for free food and accommodation and you know like it's an amazing way to visit somewhere um, and to get the experience 
to learn a skill as well and to save money so that's a really good option another thing that I mentioned before in my other podcasts were um you know joining websites like yoga trade and things like that so you can use your skills and so yoga trade is similar to like work away but it's specifically for the span wellness industry so you've got yoga massage um like sometimes a a vegan chef um vegetarian chefs are required um even just helping out with the yoga studio there's lots of random jobs that are advertised so you know you can always have a look sometimes marketing there's lots of different uh, options there so you don't need to be like a yoga teacher or anything to join it so definitely join yoga trade because there's lots of really cool options there and you just pay once a year there is another option as well which is really cool i haven't done it yet but i really want to so it's called um house sitting um, so you've probably heard of it before there's lots of different websites where you can join you can join up and you basically travel around the world and you house it for somebody so you look after their house while they're away and um, the alternative is pet sitting so you can do the same thing where you're house sitting but you're also looking after their pets so if you're an animal lover that's the perfect option and um, so you get free accommodation and you get to chill somewhere cool around the world and um, for a couple of weeks or however long it is if you have your own house as well you can always do a house swap so think of like the holiday the movie you can actually do stuff like that where you can go and stay in someone else's house and they come and stay in yours so that's a good way of having um, a different experience and it's for free so another thing now number five is um the fact that you can push yourself to the limit so even more than so for instance when you're desperate (laughs) when you're traveling so say you've run out of money or you know you're going to stay at accommodation and they're all booked out and you've really got no idea what you're going to do there's things that you'll do that you never thought you'll do um so there's things like you know I've had to sleep on beaches because there was nowhere to stay um I've had to take terrible jobs obviously like working on shitty farms because I had zero money um I had to borrow money from strangers because you know the ATMs don't work I've had no money to buy food so I've just been eating noodles every single day things like that so they're kind of the bad things but then um pushing yourself to the limit can be a good thing as well so there's lots of things that I would probably never have done if I didn't travel so I mean for instance I did the 900 kilometer trek um, along the Camino I also cycled the world's most dangerous road in Bolivia um, and I also did the three-week Annapurna circuit in Nepal which was three weeks just over three weeks so some of these things I just never thought I could do um, (laughs) until I traveled and I just got this sense of I can do anything. Um, I did a skydive as well, which I never thought I could do. So there's lots of different things that um, that I've done, which I probably would never have even thought about. And I probably would have thought people were crazy for doing them. So you can definitely push yourself to the limit. And that's something that I didn't know anyway before I started to travel. And um, so there's many other things that you probably don't know about traveling and a lot of things that you probably do know about traveling. But for now, we're gonna leave it at that. Um, and I'm gonna post another topic very soon.